What is up today's today crew? I hope y'all are having a phenomenal, phenomenal day. My name is Colton Trout. I'm the founder and CEO of the Today's Today movement, here to help you crush your goals more consistently by helping you crush them on a daily basis. If you like the sound of that, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure that you take a screenshot that you're listening to this, post it up on your social media, tag a friend and tag me at TTDTLF. I'd uh, love to shout you out um, for everybody that does that. So today on our podcast, we have got Aaron Bees with us. And girl, I am so excited about this podcast. Like all the ones that we've had before, I have absolutely loved those podcasts. I was super excited about them. But in the past year, I've been able to develop an amazing friendship with this woman here. And we are going to lay out some massive, massive value for you today. So make sure that you have that pen and notepad ready to take some notes. If you don't, make sure that you go and you grab it and then you come back, hit the pause button right now. Um, but with that being said, Aaron, why don't you go on and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are. Oh, Colton, I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, my name is Aaron Bees. I am a mama of two. I've been in the network marketing industry for going on 12 years. December 27th, 2019 will be my 12 year anniversary. Although I'll be super transparent with you and tell you that I, I dabbled for the first 10 years in the industry just because <laughs> I didn't realize what we genuinely have here. I am a United States, United States Air Force veteran and I have been married to the love of my life for 14 years. So it's been quite the journey. Uh, I'm an athlete, so I'm boxing and I'm running and I play basketball every Sunday and I'm genuinely living the life of my dreams that, like if you would have told me two years ago, three years ago that this would be my life, mm -hmm. I would not have believed you to be genuinely honest. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so cool because I was right there um, two years ago as well. So two about two years ago now, I left my main kind of career in the financial services, left a million dollar business in order to start my own company. And it's just exact same thing. Like if you would have told me two years ago, I would be where I'm at today. It's like, you're crazy. No, I won't. Um, and then it was just, it was unbelievable. Yeah, right? amazing. So, yeah. So proud of you. Thank you. And I'm so proud of you. Like it is so, it is so cool because you kind of said that you dabbled for the first 10 years. So what was that transition going from dabbling into like, no, this is what I need to be doing. I'm going to go in like hammer time on this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, there's several things. Um, I, when I started in this industry, I was just doing it to make probably $400 a month. I wanted to pay for daycare for my daughter who was just over a year old. I was working in a lab, so I have a degree and I had a national certification. I had initials that were behind my name and it just never felt right. It never felt like I, that's where I was supposed to be. It, I didn't ever feel like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, even though I really, I enjoyed the job. I enjoyed the science behind it but I just knew it wasn't where I was supposed to be. And so I was invited to go to an event, went to the event and within the first couple of minutes of this, you know, my former sponsor speaking, I was like, Oh my God, I can do this. I, people make money doing this. This is crazy. Yeah. You know, but I didn't see the big vision. I grew up in a family where both of my parents worked full time. And so I always thought that's what my life would look like is working full time kids in daycare until you know, they go to school, they go to school, they do that. You know, that's what I thought my life would be like. I'm the only network marketer in my family, except for my mom actually just joined us last February. And then my aunt joined right after. That's awesome. So 
yeah, there's no, uh, there's no blueprint in our family for this. I'm the one that's kind of created the blueprint and kind of, you know, gone outside of the box. I think you said that a few minutes ago too. Like I outside of the box and, um, I just didn't see the big vision and I hadn't, I wasn't encouraged in my first couple companies to really personally develop like I have now. So the dabbling came from a lack of vision. The dabbling came from a lack of belief, limiting beliefs as well. Uh, not knowing genuinely what we have here. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. So you were kind of talking about the vision. You didn't see the big vision and then you weren't, um, people weren't encouraging you to properly develop yourself as an individual in order to kind of grow that vision. So was it a shift in company and in leadership that helped you? Or was it a shift in mindset that really helped you kind of cast that bigger vision in order to kind of grow to the business that you've got today? Yeah, honestly, I think it's all of those pieces. I yeah. think that, you know, you spend 10 years doing anything and you're going to become world-class at whatever that thing is, you yeah. know? But I also think that the shift in leadership, because I just became aligned with my leader, um, Jesse Lee Ward, three years ago. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, but then at the same time, I also, so I found, I reconnected with her. I actually knew her from our first company. We were on the, on the board together, but I, we talked about this on a live that we did the other day. She was like East coast. I was West coast. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really spend time together. And I likened it to the, uh, to the East coast, West coast gangster rap um, battle from like 97. Awesome. <laughs> it's fine. But, yeah. So she was big. Yeah. I was Tupac and we had such a, a fun time, but I wasn't ready yet when we first met to have a vision this big. Yeah. Um, so it's, it was definitely personal development, definitely leadership, definitely the right company. And had I found this when I was 27, when I joined the industry, I, I don't feel like I would have been ready to step into this role that I am today. So it was all three of those really. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think it's really important too, because I know we're going to be talking about this is building your story and then the chapters that are within that story and being a hundred percent. Um, what, what, so when I talk about this kind of topic, I like to make sure that people are aware of being content versus being comfortable. And I yeah. think when we're being coming aware of our story and of the chapters that we're currently in, it's extremely important to understand that we need to be content with where we're at, but not necessarily comfortable with where we're at. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes total sense. I think that the way that I would describe that is trusting your journey. Yes. I don't ever... I, I think we're saying the same. I think we're saying the same thing. It's yeah. just different words. I don't want to be content. I want to be uncomfortable, just like you just said. Yeah. I, I strive for that. You know, I want to be uncomfortable. And you know, I have my own podcast, but I've been dragging my feet to start it. I actually just started it on August first. Yeah. Um, and I had people that were constantly in my inbox. You should do a podcast. You should do a podcast. I'm like, I don't have a following for that. I'm not ready for that. And you, you know, all these yeah. fear type things that come up. And I just think that we've got to honor our journey and the universe, your higher power, whatever, you know, everybody believes in. I want to honor everybody's beliefs. Um, I feel like if you're aware enough, you're going to be shown the way. Yeah. So you can sit in those chapters. You can sit like, you know, if, if you have pe multiple people saying, you know, Hey Colton, you should do X, Y, and Z. And you're just kind of like, ah, I don't know. I, I don't feel like I'm ready for that. 
the universe is going to get get a, a hold of you in some heck, way, shape, or form until you take that seriously. Heck yeah, it is. Well, it's just like <laughs> for my journey. So when I started the Today's Today movement about a year and a half ago now, it was because so many people were telling me, it was like, you need to be on stage and you would be a really good motivational public speaker. And yeah. at first, like, so I've been on stage even before that point, And I was decently comfortable with being on stage. Like I led trainings. Um, I was used to speaking in front of like 30 to 50 people on a regular basis. I was yeah. used to getting on conference calls and leading those. Um, but it was like the bigger crowds that I was like, <laughs> me on a stage? Oh, hell no. <laughs> that is right. not me in any way, shape, or form. But then it kept coming up and coming up and coming up. And then it was the understanding that when I actually did it, like I had to ask myself the question and I had to be honest with myself. It was like, do you actually enjoy this? And then I looked at it and was like, yeah, you get really excited. You're not anxious every time you go up on stage. You're unbelievably excited about it. So, oh yeah, no, the universe will grab you by your ears and drag you into where you need to be if for, you're not listening. For sure. Do it. So, for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, and then two, to talk about your podcast, um, which is phenomenal podcast, by the way, it is going to be linked in the description if you want to go check that out, give it a subscribe, make sure to leave that five-star review. Um, it's you. blown up from what I've understood. So, I mean, you started on the first, which is 12 days ago. Um, I've been seeing it all over your story on social media because people are shouting it out like no other saying, yes, listen to this. Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. You've already yeah. gotten five reviews, which is phenomenal. So for those of you that haven't started a podcast or are unaware of a podcast, uh, the more reviews that you can get, the better rank that your podcast is going to be. So getting reviews is huge. So the fact that you've already gotten five reviews in the last 12 days is massive. I think it took me to get my first five reviews like a month and a half. So the fact that you've already got five in the first 12 days is absolutely massive. Ugh, thank you for that. I had no idea, honestly. I mean, this is new territory for me. So yeah. my mindset around the podcast is just to flood the market with my story. Yeah. Essentially, that's what it is. And I am finding inspiration. Like this morning, I just, report, I just recorded another podcast. I actually have two scheduled. Yeah. So I'm putting them out twice a week just that's because awesome. I, like, I have so much to tell everybody. Like I, <laughs> yes. like I get all hyped. Just like on stage. Like I just get, like I have goosebumps right now just because yeah. I've, I've, I have been dragging my feet to do this and I don't know why because a, a Facebook live is super effective, mm -hmm. but there's only, I, I'm one person. I can knock out just like, you know, a, several yeah. podcasts and schedule them out yeah. from inspiration in my day. Like this morning I recorded a podcast and literally the inspiration came, which is really ironic that we're talking about the, what we're talking about here. Yeah. When I was taking my son to school first day in first grade today yeah. and there was a kid that said, his shirt said, I'm writing my story. That's awesome. And I was like, okay, universe girl, I hear <laughs> you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Love. And so, I don't know. I just find inspiration and I find myself being more vulnerable. I find myself just telling people, honor your chapters, honor your story. Cause even if you feel like you're not making progress right now, you can progress yeah. 10 years from now, you're going to look back and you're going to remember these things. And so I don't know. I just, there's a different posture that I have on a podcast than I do on yeah. a Facebook live or an IGTV or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And it's really kind of funny too, because Gary Vee is talking a lot about right now, um, 
the social media and the influencing world moving more to audio and there's even a whole bunch of science behind it so like when i do my coaching calls a lot of the time there's no video it's simply just audio through the zoom because people are typically a little bit more comfortable with it right people typically yeah. open up a little bit more with it um they're also open to hearing what people are saying without like seeing necessarily the face-to-face right? So there is a lot of science behind that. And it is really kind of cool. Because when I started my podcast, um, like I'm used to talking to myself, I'm used to it. Uh, I'm that weird person that's driving in the car. And I'm just talking to myself all day long. And people look over and was like, what the hell is this dude doing? Um, So I'm used to that. And so when I started doing it for the podcast, it was really, really cool to see. I mean, geniuses talk to themselves all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I had, I mean, I just have the expectation for myself to put the information out there and let it be what it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, asking, ask, definitely having the call to action. Please leave me a review if I'm bringing you value. You know, share me in your story, stuff like that. But you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there that do things like that and don't get the reviews and don't get the interaction. And yeah. I just feel really blessed that my heart is being received in the way that it is. Um, my podcast. Like that's such a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's helpful too, because I know in your business, you built a culture around that, around that type of authenticity. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about business a little bit. So you currently run a million dollar or multi-million dollar business. Million dollar. Million dollar, million dollar business. Yeah. Which right is- now. Yeah, that's right now. Well, so, and, and let's give some like respect to that as well. Um, you did that in what, a year and a half, two years? Yeah, I think 20... 20- Let's see, September 2017. Yeah, so under two years. Was when I started in this company. I don't know, I can't math right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you're sitting about 22 months oh, yeah. right now. So 22 mu- okay. in 22 months, you have built a million dollar business and I know you are going to crush multi-millions here in the very, very near future. So that is absolutely amazing. And part of doing that is building a culture like you have. So if you can, talk a little bit about that culture that you've developed within your team and within your organization. Yeah, so the culture of our organization is like you said, authenticity, vulnerability, because I know that in the world of network marketing, there are far too many people in this industry that are slapping up company, uh, company promotional, you know, graphics. And, and I also know that people do business with people that they like and that they relate to. Yeah. So me sharing that I started my health and wellness journey at 225 pounds, a mom of two looking in the mirror, not recognizing myself and just dreaming of getting back on the basketball court resonates with a lot of people, male, female, like whatever. And to me, that is an honor because it's like, I don't want our organization to be sharing just I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Just, I I want them to share their heart. I want them to share their authenticity, their story, regardless of where they're at in their story. If it's, they joined because they wanted to get free product or they joined because they wanted to make an extra $400 a month. Like when I started, whatever that thing is, I want them to share that journey because that's the the basis of attraction marketing. That's when, when network marketers are doing it right is when they're attracting their people, which is because of the culture. So our beast team, that's our, that's the name of our team, by the way, shout out to all you beasts. Um, <laughs> Love <laughs> yeah, it. So our, the culture of our team is authenticity, 
and yeah. attraction marketing for sure. And just telling your story, regardless of whether you're in chapter one or you're just opening your book or you're in, you know, the second book of your trilogy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just sharing that authenticity. Yeah. Cause there's power in that. No, there definitely, definitely is. And it's one of the things that I'm always talking about with my clients is, are you going surface level or are you going deeper than surface level? Because everybody in business right now and in the world, they don't want surface level. And if you're going surface level, you're not going to get anywhere. You may make some decent money. You may make some money here and there. You may get a little bit of success. It's not going to last and it's not going to be the big time results that you've always wanted. That's why you have to dive deeper. I like calling it, you have to poke the elephant in your own room in order to poke the elephant in other people's rooms. Yes, right? yeah, and I call those you know, my first 10 years in the industry, I had really cool success moments. I don't feel like they were sustained. I feel like they, it was like, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. The typical roller coaster of business. Yeah. You know, and I realize now that they were hollow accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is they were surface level. So I wasn't growing to be the person that I needed to be to sustain those levels. Yeah. Whereas now my per my personal development is so far beyond the level that we're at now that I know that once we get to that multi-million dollar organization, I'm not going to even be stressed about maintaining it because yeah. I've spent time, especially in the last 22 months, yeah. you know, growing and becoming the leader that I need to be and the person that I need to be and teaching our organization how to show their heart and, and know that, okay, you're going to have people that are like, Ooh, I don't like her pink shaved head. So I'm going <laughs> to unfollow her. I'm going to unfollow her. Okay, cool. That just means you're not my people. And that's okay. I can still love you regardless. Yeah. But the people that are my people, the people that I have attracted because of the authenticity in the, my story, because I am being going with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, and that's so important, the, the personal development side. And I love how you say it is like you've been developing so much to where when you hit this next level of success, you're not even stressed and worried about it. And I think that even comes down to like we were kind of talking about, you know, honoring your chapters and creating your story and trusting the process because it is a process. Success is a process. It's an analytical process yes. that you just have to fall in love with and trust. And when you trust the process, you're not you're not super stressed about like what's to come and what's happened in the past. And you're able to be in love with where you're at currently and getting ready for the next step because you're aware of that next step. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I look back in my time in this industry and I can remember specifics, specific stories or things people said to me or leaders that were kind of using loyalty just to keep like to keep me around the campfire a little bit longer. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. and I, I just, every, every single one of those moments, like I had um, one of the people in my former upline, we were talking about spirit animals, right? And I was like, my spirit animal was a bear. You know, we're talking about 2017. Yeah. Now I'd be like, uh, I'm a beast. Okay. But <laughs> in, in 2017, we were at a, we were at a leadership retreat and this person was talking about, um, we were talking about spirit animals and, and all of those things. And I was like, man, I just, I feel like I'm, I'm a grizzly bear. I just feel like I'm, I was super aggressive at the time. Whereas now I've learned that 
you don't always have to be aggressive. She can love on people. You know, you can yeah. do all of those things. And it's important, in my opinion, to have that kind of balance. But I remember this person telling me, oh, you're not, you're not a grizzly bear. You're a teddy bear. And I remember being so infuriated. I remember being like, bro, you don't even know me. Yeah. You don't even know me to even say that. Like, you don't know anything about me. You haven't asked me any questions. You're not present in my life. But then those moments, you know, are what fueled me. And I, I feel like when we joined this company in 2017, I remembered that. And I remembered that and I turned that into fuel. And I look back and there's so many different memories and moments and situations and conversations that fueled me to take this seriously. Yeah. 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 So, and then, so I know that too, that that's a part of y'all's culture and just really getting to know your people and really getting to know your leaders and the people that are in your downlines and the people within your organization. And for any of you that are listening and you're not in a network marketing company, but you have a team or let's say you don't even have a team, but you have clients and you have customers, you need to get to know those customers. You need to get to know those clients. You need to get to know your employees and your team members um, because those that's your business. That's your livelihood. Those are your people. Like Erin was just talking about, like she needed to find her people, people that aren't her people. Like they can go away and she can still love them, but she needs to make room for her people. So you need to be loving on your people. And in order to love on your people, you have to know your people. Um, and so Erin, I know you're really good at, about that. So why don't you talk a little bit about, um, like why y'all do that? Why do you get to know your people? Um, or how do you do that? Yeah, so I'll start with the why. Why do I want to know my people, whether they're customers, potential customers, Facebook friends, social media followers? You know, I want to know what's going on with people. I want to know when they're celebrating birthdays. I want to know when their kids are graduating from high school. I want to know those things because we're human. And, yeah. and at the end of the day, we're looking for something that we all have in common. And I'm a mom, you know, some of the people that are my followers are parents as well. And I just think it's really important to, to focus on the relationships. Not everybody is buying, you know, are from me, but they have a relationship with me. Yeah. And the second that somebody is looking for my product and my services, my name is going to pop up in their head because I've loved on them and they trust me because of the relationship. Now, don't get it twisted. For those of you that are listening, I don't, I don't mean use that as a manipulation tactic. What yeah. I'm saying is that relationships are everything. Mm -hmm. and, and especially in network marketing or any kind of a product or service type business, relationships are everything because yeah. people are going to remember your name when somebody comes up and says, Hey, you know, I have somebody that is wanting to go next level in their business. Oh, you should talk to my friend Colton because he's got this coaching business. That's phenomenal. And blah, blah, you know, like they give yeah. them all these examples and it's because you've developed the relationship. People do yeah. business with somebody that they like somebody that they can say, Oh, me too and somebody that they trust. And if you build the relationship and you're a human first and not a network marketer or promoting your business or promoting your company, then automatically those walls are going to be dropped. They don't feel like they have to you know, defend themselves like they're walking through the mall and the people are like, hey, do you wanna try this flat iron? I'm like, bro, 
I have a shaved head. No, I don't want to try your flat iron. Okay, let's pay attention to people standing in front of you. Like, come on, it doesn't make any sense, that right? Is so, yeah. yeah. So that's why. True, it happens. I'm, and I look at them like, you lost your mind. Clearly, you don't know how to market. Let me here take my card. Let's chat yeah. later. Okay, yeah. thanks. Bless your heart. <laughs> bless your heart. Yeah, I love that saying. Bless and your by heart. the way, if you're from the south and you say "bless your heart," we know you don't mean it in a nice way. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is honestly probably one of those things that I have definitely come accustomed to, um, to saying either sometimes on my podcast when I'm talking about certain things that people will do that's just kind of like, huh, it's, it's a bless your heart kind of moment. Um, yeah. And then there are even times too, I'll have to look at myself and I'm like, oh, bless your heart, Colton. Um, <laughs> so, I yeah. love it. Um, and and kind of talking a little bit about what you just said, and it's so, so true. One of the key things that I always try and help people understand is when you're working with clients or you're working in sales, it's about how you make someone feel because yeah. they're going to remember how you made them feel, not necessarily the products that they sold. Yes. Right? So creating those relationships, creating those genuine, authentic relationships allows for those feelings to be genuine and to be authentic. And that's what connects with people. Absolutely. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Yeah. And the way that I, some of the just like real quick tips on how I develop Anybody that I, on Facebook, for example, anybody that I'm celebrating a friendversary with, so it's one year, actually the other day I had um, several 10-year friendversaries, they get a personal message from me yeah. saying, you know, happy friendversary, just, you know, I hope your day is amazing, just a conversation like I would be having with my bestie, right? Yeah. So that's one, yeah, that's one of the first tips. Um, the second tip is to, I send a video of me singing happy birthday to everybody that has a birthday and it's me i'm totally clowning around i am not a singer friends okay <laughs> however i am having fun and it makes people smile and it's personal and it's instead of just saying happy birthday in our timeline where it gets flooded with hundreds of other people or whatever it's something personal that goes to their inbox that is between them and i and i think that's really special the other thing that i do is there's this stigma in network marketing where people are, are constantly asking for the clothes and yeah. you've got to give in order to get. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to lead with value. I'm going to teach people stuff. I'm going to share my story. I'm going to comment on their, on their, you know, Facebook page, on their social media pages, genuine comments. I'm not going to go on there and drop a whole bunch of emojis. Nobody like, come on, bro. You have two seconds. You can drop a comment. You can say, oh my God, your kids are so gorgeous. You could say, I hope your day is amazing. You can say congratulations on your wedding anniversary or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Just being human first and, and, and giving give, 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 and lead with so much value that they're like, oh my gosh, Aaron is my homie. And I'm like, no, man, I am your homie. <laughs> and then, you know, when they start to ask about what I'm doing and how I'm doing it, I feel comfortable knowing that I'm bringing value and I've developed the relationship to ask for the clothes. Yeah. I think that's really, really important. And that definitely is the culture within our organization for sure. That's awesome. One thing I want to add to that, um, and it's so funny that we're talking about this as well. Um, voice messages through Messenger 
is unbelievable when you're wanting to create a genuine authentic relationship with somebody or friendship with somebody through social media. Um, so I'm hosting a challenge at the end of this month, which I've kind of talked to you a little bit about in the last like week or so. Um, and I sent a message out to our mutual friend, Ash. Oh, yes. Yeah, and so I sent her a message, and it wasn't a scripted message. It wasn't one I sent out to a whole bunch of people. I had typed it in, though, and she came back, and she's like, are you sending me a scripted message, Colton? You know me better than this. Shame, shame, shame. And I was like, no, it was not scripted. But it's one of those things, like, nobody knows if it's scripted or not scripted when it's just typed out. So if you can send a voice message with that person's name or just in general, voice message in general, it shows that authenticity and that you're willing to take a few extra seconds to really connect with them on a human yes. level. So yeah, that was a little kind of thing to make sure to do as well. And Ash, if you're listening to this, I got you. I know. <laughs> so. What up, Ash? I hope you are listening to this. Yes, me too. Um, we're going to have to tag her whenever we post this and be like, hey, we talked about you on the podcast today. <laughs> okay, um, so because I know a lot of entrepreneurs love to kind of think on a bigger scale, right? They all want to have a million dollar business. Um, what are some tips and tricks or things that have really helped you develop um, and create a million dollar business? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, for me, it's definitely leading from the front mm -hmm. and making sure that I am doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing to run an, a million dollar, a multi-million dollar organization, really. Yeah. Right now we're at million dollars, but we're moving towards multi-million. The end goal is to be a seven-figure earner and be a million, million dollar earner hall of fame uh, um, through Network Marketing Pro, which is really exciting because yeah. I know that that's coming. So for me, it's managing the every day and knowing that every day I'm taking steps, you know, further and I'm on board with that too. Because for somebody that used to be a dabbler, which has come up like so many times today, which is crazy, which is how I know that this needs to be shared. Yes. Um, I need people to take it seriously. I need people to look at it and say, okay, well right now I'm, you know, maybe I'm making 400, $500 a month, which is kind of the industry standard in network marketing. Know that you're making progress. And if you just show up every day and take those blind faith steps every single day, you're growing whether your income is showing that or not. Yeah. And so I would say just keep, just keep showing up and really pay attention to it's not working, but over a period of time. So don't do something for three days and go, okay, well, I'm not getting any results. Do something for 90 days every single day, you know, personally grow, personally develop, pick one area, listen to some podcasts, you know, pick one thing that Colton and I have talked about in this podcast and implement yeah. it for 90 days and yeah. then master that and then move on to the next thing and then master that and move on to the next. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's those small steps so, just done repeatedly. Yeah. The small steps, those little tiny course corrections are what make the biggest impact, not the complete overhauls. You know, yeah. I remember a time when I would go to events, our, the event that we met last year at, right? Yeah. So we were at A&MP last year. And I remember taking a, an insane amount of notes and I didn't go into the event with some kind of in, intentions. I wanted to learn how to grow our organization or systems or, you know, attraction marketing or whatever, right? I didn't go in with intentions because it was my first event and I was like, I don't know what these people are going to talk about. Like, this is going to be crazy. I'm just going to, I just want all of the information, which I know is a lot of people's posture going into an event. And so I found myself wanting to scratch everything that we were doing and to implement everything that everybody about in, in your business 
and making sure that especially going to events, which you should be going to events, please go to your company event, please yeah. go to industry generic events, please go to all of those things. Your business depends on it. Your yeah. livelihood of your family depends on it. And if you have the money to go to my event, wow, you need it more than you realize. Like we told them, I know you need to get to yes. this yeah. event. Yes, you need but to get to the event. <laughs> having some intentions. Yeah, for sure. Having some intentions and knowing that you just have to trust the process and, and yeah. pick one thing and implement it for 90 days and find the patterns and create the systems and just keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the kind of key things that if somebody really wanted to kind of grow some business and make some big changes within their business too, in the next 90 days is doing Facebook lives. Yes. And I know your, your team and your company, and I know Jesse Lee Ward has like ingrained this into y'all doing Facebook lives has been a massive, massive component to uh, the success that y'all have. And so one of the really cool things that if somebody were to do over the 90 days is just to either go live once a day or go live every other day, or even going live like two to three times a week consistently for the next 90 days and just watch how their social influence grows, watch how their business grows, watch how their confidence grows, um, just in all areas of life, for just sure. watch how it transforms. So what would be one kind of like tip or advice that you would give to somebody if they wanted to go on that Facebook live kind of journey? Yeah. So my biggest tip is to be vulnerable. Don't lead with your product. Don't lead with your service. You should have a sprinkling of that in, you should have a sprinkling of your business. You should, you know, the opportunity, you should have a sprinkling of your product and services, but really sharing the different chapters. Yeah. So people can go and watch a live on me doing like, I don't know, just show different things of your life. The majority of it should be your life, your lifestyle. You know, I did a, a my husband and I did an interview, by the way, he hates going live, but he <laughs> has a bigger vision. So he's like, okay, yeah. I'm willing to be uncomfortable because we really genuinely do run this business together. Media, I take pictures, I post pictures of him, but they don't understand how he contributes to the business. We genuinely analytical brain. So things like that, like things, funny, funny parenting stories, doing some of your, you, you know, facing your fears. Um, just, just things like that, that show who you are as a human being. It's also how you find your tribe, give tips yeah. in whatever industry that you're in. If you're in health and wellness, give health and wellness tips. If you're in finance, give finance tips, things that, that legally are okay. Cause I know not all financial <laughs> advice is you're nope. not really allowed to do that, but you know, a lot, a lot of restrictions in that industry. Yeah. Like it could be, yeah, it could be, it could be mindset around finances. You know, it could be just, just show that you're a human being and know that it's never going to be perfect. Just hit the live button. People yep. just hit the live button, speak from your heart, share your, your story, you know, be vulnerable and know that the right people are going to find you. And it may take some time. You might have, you know, 25 views when you first start, mm -hmm. but know that that's 25 more people than what you had yesterday. Yes. And look, make sure that you pay attention to that because at the 90 day point, if you go live once a day, every 90 days, at the end of 90 days, you're going to go back and go, I remember my first video, I had 25 views mm -hmm. and now I have 2,500 views yep. because of being consistent. So yeah. that would be my biggest advice is just it. it Look, you're going to be uncomfortable going Facebook Live because <laughs> yes. people are staring. But if 
people don't get on, blah, 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 like all of these things. You're going to start sweating. You're going to fumble over your words. You're going to forget what you're saying. I do it all the time, even still. And I've been going Facebook Live for a long time. It's just part of being human. People like those things. People like when you're like, I totally just lost where I was going with that. And they yes. comment and they're like, oh my gosh, you are a human. You are a normal person just like me. <laughs> adds to your brain, right? Oh man, that's awesome. That's awesome. And that's so true. And that just shows people the authenticity behind it, um, which honestly, it all boils down to the authenticity, especially if you want to run that big level business. If you want to run a million dollar business, it comes down to authenticity and showing people that you're human and that you're just like them so they can actually relate to you. Because the super big influencers that are on social media that have millions and millions of followers, like not many people can relate to them. And then the people that are causing real create, like uh, creating real influence, it's because people can actually relate to them. So if you want to reach that level yep. of success, you have to be able to be relatable. Um, and it's funny, I'm reading a book right now too called Contagious. Um, oh, I've read that. Is it an orange book? Yes. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Read it. No. Oh yeah, why no, it's contagious. Phenomenal. Why things catch on? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it is a phenomenal, phenomenal. So good, I'm loving it. Um, but like I one of the it. points that it talks about is like the emotion side of it, right? And that comes with being authentic. So yep. showing people that they can have an emotional connection to you. For sure, I love it, love it, love it. Um, okay, so in closing, Aaron, what is something that you would love to impart to everybody that is listening to this podcast? That's a good question to take away from this podcast is is to know that your story is enough. The chapter that you're writing is enough to have a giant vision. I'm, when I say giant, I mean like private jet traveling, Europe vacationing, seven figure earning income making. You know what I mean? Like have a big vision and know that even though you're not there yet, that it's coming. Mm -hmm. If you will just show up every single day, take consistent action. I don't even really, I mean, massive action, yes, but do the things that make you uncomfortable and know that you're writing the exact chapter you're supposed to be writing at the exact time. And over time, you're going to be such a dynamo, but you've got yes. to take the time every single day to create your story. Your story is what draws people in. Your story is what helps people to trust you. And it's, I, I can't even stress how important it is. You have time. You are in the right place at the right time and just keep going one foot in front of the other. And then I can't wait to see all of you cross that finish line and go, Oh my gosh, I listened to this podcast. Colton had this, you know, crazy chick with the, she's got mad energy and a shaved head and she just said, just trust the process. Yeah. You know, my whole thing is I want people to understand that they don't have to dabble for 10 years like I did, you yeah. know, and if they can have this massive success for their life and paint the vision into a reality for themselves, you know, one day faster than I did in these last 22 months, I just feel like at the end of the day, I'm going to be so fulfilled. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll I love it. it. I love it. I love it. Um, so if you liked what you heard from this podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure that you leave a review. Make sure that you screenshot and share it with a friend and tag me at TTDTLF 
All of Erin's information is going to be in the description. So you can go check out her podcast. You can go watch her Facebook lives. You can go interact with her crazy amount of energy that we all love. Um, but I love each and every single one of you. Thank you so much for joining this podcast. Thank you so much for being um, on and listening and taking that time out of your day in order to develop, in order to grow, and in order to create your story and the success that you know is uh, that you're capable of. Love each and every single one of you. Thank you all so much for tuning in.